Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of a week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast. I'd like to start by thanking all of our Patreon patrons. That's right, we have a Patreon! For as little as $5 a month, you get access to over 100 exclusive pieces of audio content. There's interviews, lost episodes, exclusive full-length episodes, triple-length episodes. There's all kinds of stuff on there. You should go check it out. But if you sign up, you also get your name right at the beginning. So a big thank you to William P., Justin M., Jessica C., Inga, Kaylee, Terry J., Tracy B., Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P., Ekebex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S., Misanthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Helena C., Aaron B., Stephanie S., Texas Teacher Kristen, James and Allie J., Samantha D., Lisa C., Rachel, Jen Genie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Jessica A, Swift Lev Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Michael M, Aldrich T, Escorpionita, Britt M, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Christina B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Johanna H, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah N. Thank you so much, beautiful people. I love you all, and I appreciate all you're doing to support me. I've put some special messages in the Patreon and the Facebook group, so hopefully you guys can go find those and get an update on what's been going on lately. I'd also like to thank our sponsor at Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, go to Lud Lamb Dramatics and get set up with some of the best classroom posters, motivational items, all kinds of resources for the theater classroom. So go do it now. All right, folks, we recorded this last week with Evie and Bunny and myself. This weekend, I'm getting together with Miss Lucille Lane, Count Chocolate and Bunny, and we're going to have a wonderful champagne-filled recording session. I can't wait for it. I hope you guys had a good Halloween, and I hope your day after Halloween and week after Halloween go, you know, smoothly. But the most important thing, we're almost to that little weird sprint between November and December where it just flies by. And man, I'm ready for that. Bring it on. Okay, folks, enjoy this episode number 206. Cheers! Balls. All right, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I'm Elvis, your host, and today I am joined by Miss Evie Conan. Jesus Christ. I got it. Hello, everyone. It only sounded like I was seizing back halfway again. through it. Well, I'm glad you're back here. And also with us today, we have Miss Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Hey, well, it is a gorgeous Saturday. Sunday? It's Sunday now, yes, isn't it? Today is it's Sunday. a Sunday. I've become unstuck in time lately. But it's gorgeous, and it's a wonderful day, and we finally have fall weather here, and it's like 64 degrees, yes. and it's sunny and it's beautiful. Really it's just, it's so rare for here that everyone's just in a much better mood. There seems to be a lot less anger. It's life And the champagne probably had something to do with that, too. <laughs> but oh, yeah. I feel like everyone, I'm a big bundle of love right now. I mean, I'm still a misanthropic asshole, but mm. uh, I definitely have been on the porch a lot this weekend. That porch is lovely. It's a nice porch. It's pretty dope. And the animals, like, Mr. Cat lives out there now. He won't ever come back and Did you check out the eclipse yesterday? (laughs) Yeah, well, so we didn't have glasses. I sent uh, sent my significant other to the the little um, corner store to see if they had me, but they were sold out. So we ended up kind of just hanging out on the porch while it got weird. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was was weird, weird. yeah. I love... It was kind of, like, he was, like... 
amped and just like running around being goofy. And I was like, man, you are, you're on one right now. <laughs> like, it's that eclipse magic and like being all weird and like gremlin-y. I was like, all right. I love your boyfriend. He's great. Yeah, he's pretty great. Um, I have to have a boyfriend. I guess he's a good one. Oh, she's using those words. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm encouraging her a hundred percent. Because she and I, like, we talk where we have weird. conversations on, like, five different platforms at once. That. And ADHD friends. Yeah. It's like, oh, she's, <laughs> she was on this one, and she thought about me. And so she messages there. And then I have this, so I respond, and then. It's, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. It's four different conversations it is. at any given time. It's actually kind of amazing. I feel like people like us should be studied. We're really interesting. <laughs> the neurodivergent. We're, we're good. But we would forget to talk about it. <laughs> or we just get bored or. Mm-hmm. Moved on, or not we, ever call them back to set up a time to do it. There's this movie that I've seen a thousand times, but I'm gonna watch it again because it's on TV right now. Yeah. Like a blanket. Don't ignore that call. Don't ignore that call. I feel like we're all just like, mm-hmm, 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 check, mm-hmm. please. All right. Well, today we have. I'm gonna assume this is gonna be positive by the title. This is from the Reddit's from Timmy five three one, and Timmy five three one says, "My students were incredibly honest about their behavior." with a sub. Oh. She goes on to they go on to say I'm sorry, burping now. They go on to say, I left my fourth graders with a sub for the first time this year while my wife and I went on a trip over the long weekend. I was out last Friday and Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. We didn't have school on Monday. In my sub plan, I asked that she give the kids' behavior a rating from one to five, which would determine their reward. A five meant they get 50 marbles, an insane amount, more than a third of the jar. And the rest of the scores had much smaller rewards. The kids knew about this, too. Well, the sub didn't leave a score, but she did leave a note which was generally positive. She called out a few things, mostly talking out of turn, but didn't really say they misbehaved in any significant ways. Because she didn't leave a score, I figured I'd take the note she left and ask the kids how they felt they did and settle on a score that way. Their honesty floored me. That's hysterical. The word chaotic was used. One kid said, it's like we're an orchestra and you're the conductor, and when you're not here, we don't know what to do and fall apart. That's incredible. Other kids chimed in and expressed similar feelings. When I asked them to hold up fingers showing what score they felt they deserved, it was mostly twos and threes, a couple of ones, and maybe one four. They knew what they could have had if they told me they deserved a five or even a four, but they didn't. They were honest. Mm-hmm. I told them I admired their honesty. We settled on a three, and they seemed content with that. We then had a conversation about why they descended into chaos while it was gone. It was productive and insightful. I don't have any plans to, let, to leave them with a sub again in the near future, but we'll have a, another conversation about this before next time I do. I look at this as a semi-win. Their honesty was great, and I appreciated them for it. I'm very proud of them for taking the hit and knowing what the consequences were. On the other hand, I do wonder what the implications are here. They fall apart when I'm gone? That that doesn't feel right. Things are obviously different with a substitute, yes, but chaos shouldn't be what can, what happens. What are your thoughts? Oh, my God. There's okay. a lot to unpack there. I have feelings about this. I'm sorry. Bunny? Do it. Oh, you? Who are, Evie. I just don't know how to not talk about this because I love this story. So, first of all, we all need this timeline cleanse, right? Because everything is terrible. <laughs> um, I, I do want to acknowledge that cosmically, like, the world is really heavy right now and it's awful. And I, yeah, I needed that timeline cleanse. So, um, (laughs) I love a teacher who has that community with their class. Like, and I feel like I hear what she's saying at the end too. Like, I was just like, man, that's beautiful, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, there is some like folly in that, right? Like you can't have descent into chaos be the alternative because then that's not healthy for you as the educator, right? Like you can't feel good about taking a day off, 
or taking care of yourself in that way, right? Because you're afraid your, your class is not going to have that same feeling of learning and community or whatever. So I, I feel that. And I actually I have a lot of feelings about how this made me personally feel. But I don't know what the answer is necessarily to bridge that gap, right? Like, I've had to do that, too, because I'm big on building community. But I also am big on teaching respect mm-hmm. and, like, ownership, right? And I'm curious, did it say how old these kids are? Third grade? Fourth grade or third grade. I think it was fourth grade. Yeah, I didn't. And so that's younger than I've ever taught. So I'm, I'm out of my depth here because the, the youngest I've ever taught is fifth. And I only did that for a year. So I'm used to the bigger kids. Yeah. Um, which can be way worse, by the way. Oh, yeah. And would absolutely <laughs> oh, never yeah. on a, in a million years not give themselves fours and fives. But, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's all I have to say. I, I learned that. I'm trying to think at what point. There was some point in my teaching career where they introduced that concept of the kids deciding their own punishment. There was some mm-hmm. philosophy we went through where you talk to the kids if there was something, and if you had, if this was a different time and place, but this was only like 10 years ago, they said if you had the space, talk to your kids, like, okay, so this is what happened. What do you think a fair punishment would be for this? Yeah. And let the kids come up. And sometimes they were incredibly harsh, and they're mm-hmm. like, I think I need to be suspended. Other times they're like, oh, I think I should get $5. I'm like, okay, well, mm-hmm. clearly you're not listening. That happens. But it was almost always the kids wanted or, or were going to give themselves worse punishment than you were even considering. Like, you know what? Deserve, what if right. we just tune this back to this? But I don't know. Fourth grade is a good time to do that thought experiment with them. Mm-hmm. I think it's probably the best time. Yeah. But I was going to say, I feel like that's probably a good age as far as them having some level of self-awareness and the fact that they acknowledged that you know what, we didn't make the best choices Mm -hmm. when the opportunity presented itself. Like, they're old enough to start having some of those conversations, Mm -hmm. but maybe not leaving it entirely up to them, but kind of saying, you know, okay, so you saw what the results were. You saw what happened. This is, and then have a conversation about, well, then why do we have rules? Mm-hmm. And and what can, what does this look like going forward? Too right. like taking that time to make that. No, that's the perfect time because that's around age eight, nine, and sometimes you might have a couple of tens in there too, and that's a great time to work with the moral development mm-hmm. and to get into that side. Well, it's also a good time to like it's a classroom management issue too. It's like if you have procedures and that's a specific procedure you have not gone over, that's a thing you can add and flesh out for them through practice and repetition and things like that, right? Like, what does this look like going forward? When we do have a sub, I'm not here. What's step one? Like, let's play it out kind of deal. So I feel like there's ways to do it. It's kind of awesome, actually. Yeah. I love this. I'm this really proud so of, happy. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm really proud <laughs> of those kids. Like, I know. They must really love their teacher, and I yeah. appreciate that. Like, I, I like it because, you know, if you have that respect, like that mutual respect, that's important. Well, yeah. I, I know I've worked with a lot of young kids, and... In the beginning, you kind of learn where some of their interesting boundaries are. And there's some kids like, hey, do I need to talk to your mom about this? And just invoking their mom's name mm-hmm. will make them cry and break down because oh, sure. they get that attached. Or do I need to talk to your teacher, Mr. So-and-so, about this? And they'll start crying at the thought of them being disappointed or them being upset at them again right. or something. Yeah. And so it's a tender age, and they're just getting out of that. And like Usually that stops by about second grade, maybe some first graders. But oof. That's a tough one, yeah. I. Kids are just so sweet and vulnerable. So I have, like, I have my own child. I have a almost seven-year-old. And he, man, that, like, ownership and accountability thing, we're trying to, we're trying real hard to teach it. And it's it's a lot, man. Like, teaching, teaching people, like, teaching adults how to have ownership and accountability is hard. Yeah. And teaching a child that small 
And then it's like you you have to do it in a way where it doesn't like also make them feel guilty, right? Mm. Or like internalize things to the point where they're like judging themselves harshly for it. Like my, mm. you know, my son getting in trouble at school, he comes home and says, I'm a bad kid. Aww. And I'm like, oh, I can't handle that. Like, that's not who it is. That's not what's happening. Yeah. Like, you made a mistake. So trying to, like, drill that down. So it's like, I feel like they're so vulnerable all the time. <laughs> so that's why I don't teach yeah. young kids because I can't. I, like, physically, like, my heart hurts. I'm like, eh, they're, so, they're just babies. They're just little old babies doing their best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get over that pretty quick. Um, I'm, I'm not <laughs> trying to be a salty teacher or whatnot, but as someone who's taught elementary age and that younger. So they are sweet and they are young, young kids, but they're kids. I like it just because the issues you generally are simpler. That's fair. Or require simpler solutions. Funny. Oh, no, they're not as funny. No, they don't get sarcasm. That's not, they're not advanced enough for that. My and, kid does. Well, you're, yeah. But he'll still go, you're just kidding, right? You're just kidding, mommy, right? And I'm like, yeah, baby, I'm kidding. Okay. I don't want to kill you. <laughs> I don't want to throw you through the wall. No, no. I did one time say I wanted to put him through a wall. I was like, get your shoes on or put you through a wall. And he's like, oh, you're just kidding, right? And I was like, yes, Peanut. It's just a, it's a saying, but I'm not I'm not kidding about how much I need you to put your shoes on. Yes, please, put, put your fucking put your shoes on. Put your fucking shoes on. <laughs> put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> That's what that sounded like. I was so angry. I was Buffalo Bill angry. <laughs> Sorry, it's October. All I watch is horror movies. All right. Hey, guys, guess what? Oh, my God, what? <laughs> we have a Patreon! No way. That's right. For as little as $5 a month, you can sign up for our Patreon, Teacher Needs a Drink podcast, on Patreon. Or you can even sign up through Spotify now. It is awesome. There's over 100 pieces of exclusive audio content, lost episodes, all kinds of great stuff in there. And there's more adding all the time. So you should sign up and do it now! Woohoo! Yay! Here we go. Would you rather? How unhinged is this going to be? We should have have mentioned. We should mention we are once again still drinking. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, can I have a refill, please? Oh my God, that's right. We're both empty. What is wrong with me? No. What kind of host am I? All right. Are you ready? (laughs) Would you rather fly back and forth from Colombia with one pound of cocaine on your chest? One pound, amateurs. Or. Or all of your meals are fed to you as if you are a baby bird. <laughs> so, once again, would you rather fly back and forth, multi- so this implies multiple oh, times oh, from Colombia, with a pound of cocaine on your chest. Wait, how many times? Multiple. It says fly back and forth. So maybe is that just one trip? That, that feels like a one trip. For so me. one time with a pound of cocaine or all of your meals are fed to you as if you are a baby bird. I feel like coming back from Colombia, they're going to check me for... Am co- I on a commercial airline? It's a private or jet. a private jet. I was going to say, like, do I get to... Uh, I'm looking for the loophole here, as is my custom. Like, <laughs> can, I, can I hire a private jet to land at a very small airfield where no one's Nearby and could drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I actually... Well, I probably shouldn't tell that story. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> Self-regulation, Evie. <laughs> <laughs> I did, guys. So I, but I just imagine, I don't imagine sweet baby birds. It doesn't say I'm fed as if I am one. It just means someone's feeding. So is there going to be some like 
bigger human creature above me going, and just like constantly yakking into my mouth. I just go, thank you. Absolutely not. That sounds like a a horrible acid trip. That That sounds hell. That visual just now with that hand motion. The the listeners are fortunate enough not to have seen. Um, That was horrifying. (laughs) So, Bunny, which one are you going to have? Baby bird or smuggling a pound of cocaine? Cocaine. <laughs> I'm gonna have Too to stupid. like hope that the loophole situation works out and do with the cocaine thing because not that I must no I like food too much to have it pre-chewed. There you go. Okay, but I would have to do some research there because is all baby bird feeding pre-chewed or do some baby birds just have food brought to them by their mommy? Because if I had a mommy bringing me food every single time I wanted to eat, that sounds like literally every dream, every dream I've ever had, um, and every porn porn I've ever watched. I I feel that there's a certain implication that goes along but with here's the baby thing about birding. Me, I'm a literal guy, and so that doesn't say. I have used the term food. baby bird as an adjective of with people like, hey, are you going to baby bird this into, yeah. Yeah, so say we all. However, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't, feel people know what it, it means. It doesn't say that. And it's not in quotes. And I could just argue this like etymologi- etymologically. So you're going to have like mama come and drop a piece of fish at your feet? No, I'd have her come put it in on a plate in my lap and then <laughs> hang out with me while I ate it. She'd, she'd microwave it for a little while, throw some <laughs> spruces and figs and stuff Maybe on it. Maybe she's wearing an outfit. Maybe she's not. I don't know. <laughs> Bunny, what's your answer? <laughs> I already said I'm going to take my chance on the... Yeah, well, she yeah. already answered. So, Evie, how do you... <laughs> I'm no, a 12-year-old boy. I'm really sorry. All right. <laughs> Oh, um, I'm gonna do the cocaine. <laughs> You're gonna do the cocaine. I'm gonna do the cocaine. Like right now, that's your that's your idea. Or are you yeah. actually answering the question? No, no. Like you're derailed. <laughs> Sorry. Here, have some more champagne. It's ca- thank you. Um, fly back and forth. Cl- yeah, I'm doing the cocaine on my chest. <laughs> anyway, folks, <laughs> the big thank you for <laughs> cut out the big nipples. Cut out the nipple talk. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I think my hosts are with me, Miss Bunny. Thank you so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure as always. And Miss Evie Carnahan, it was great to see you. Oh yes, always chaos. All right, folks, make sure you take care of your mental health. Anyway, make sure you take care of your mental health. Insurance usually covers, you know, counseling and therapy and psychiatry, all those things. So make sure you're doing the best you can. And uh, everyone out there, deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers! All right, folks, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I hope you guys had a good week and Halloween wasn't too painful for you. I also hope you're taking care of your mental health. Make sure you can check out, you know, whatever is covered by your insurance. Therapy's a good thing, I promise you. I love it. All right, everyone, a big thank you to all my hosts. You can sign up and support us via Patreon. And last thing, help support our sponsor at Lud Lamb Dramatics. All right, everyone out there, the Thanksgiving December time is coming. Coming now, so cheers!